Welcome to Love Talk, Love Talk for Everyday People. I am your host, Tracy J. Hines, and with me tonight, I have Leslie Lee. Hey, Leslie, what's going on? How's your summer? Hey, Trey. I, you know, the last day of summer always makes me sad. Why? Because the summer is my time of the year. I love summer. You could always move to Florida. I think I've said that a hundred times. You can come on down, move to Florida, and be summer all year long. I can't do that. I can't. If I'm not retired, I can't do that. I'll forget to go to work. I'll think I'm on vacation year-round. All year-round, yeah. Well, it's like a vacation. So anything big happen over our summer break? I'm excited that we're into season two and we have new things coming this year, different guests. I think I'm going to get some guys from a barbershop to come on and chit-chat with us for a little while and let's get the inside scoop of how men see love. So uh, anything big in your life this summer? I, no, I did a lot of um, personal stuff for me. Mm-hmm. But no, nothing big. Nothing you want to share, I guess, huh? personal okay all right no sharing um nothing big for me either over the summer was just kind of like a little bit of soul searching and reflecting you know i i I aged turned a a year older uh september 20th so you know i just kind of want to reflect and enjoy the life that i have and 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 be thankful for everything that i have so you know that's pretty Mm -hmm. much it i'm still looking for love Still looking for that magic, uh, you know. Hopefully it's out there. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, it's out, out there. It's out there. I'm just convinced it's out there, and it's a timing thing. It's when it's time, because I'm hearing stories of people in relationships, like one of my um, good girlfriends, a college uh, friend of hers, somebody that she went to college. Uh-huh. Right. She always... She was always a single. She had a daughter. She has a daughter, and she was always a single. I've never known her to be in a relationship. Now she's in a relationship. I'm so happy for her. How old is her daughter? um, She's like, I want to say somewhere between 10 and 13. She might even be 14. I don't know how old her daughter is. But I've never known her to be in a relationship ever. And uh, Mm -hmm. she's excited. She's keeping it low. Um, I haven't met him yet, and um, I'm just so. What happy. do you mean keeping it low? Like on on the down low, or I don't I don't know what you mean. No, when you no, say no. Keeping it low. She's just taking her time, and when I say keeping it low, um, we had a function here yesterday, and I invited her, and she that's when she informed me that she was seeing somebody, and you know they because of timing they couldn't make it, but she said you know right, in time right. we'll come around, you know so. She's but they're just kind of getting to know each other first before they start trying to bring all these other elements into their mix. That could be it. I think so. I think so. Okay. But I'm just so happy for her because, like I said, I've never known her to be in a relationship. As a matter of fact, it seemed like she was the type of person that, um, you know, like you, not that you sabotage yourself, but you speak differently when you just, when things don't happen. So you kind of like down on relationships or yeah, yeah. You don't think it's you, it's everybody else that's in a relationship, it's not you. Well, she always talked like that. So to find out that she's in a relationship, it was very um that it was very cool, very inspiring to those who thought that relationships weren't them. 
I think they happen, and I think you have something there on that timing issue. It's definitely a timing issue, you know, because two people have to be in the same place at the same time, and on top of that, they have to want the same thing or very similar. If not, it's like oil and water. It's never going to mix, never going to mix. Right. Oh, it's definitely got to have the same, you've got to have the same needs. I just... You know, I just think that everybody who is looking for love and wants love in their life, it's just so hard when you want it now and it's not coming. Like, I don't know how I, I don't know how that feels. That that's got to be a hard scenario that you want it, you're ready for it, you're ready to give it, but it's not coming. It gets difficult, you know, me as a single woman. It definitely gets difficult. It's it's not as hard as it used to be, I guess, when I was a little bit younger. You know, now I enjoy my company. I enjoy me. I have a, a great support of friends. You know, we get into some stuff. We have a lot of fun. We have laughs. And so it's not, you know, overwhelming. And I'm, I don't have that biological clock thing working against me either. You know, I think that plays a big part into those women that feel like, it's never going to happen to me, you know, that are in their late 20s or early 30s and they've never had children and the whole husband and wife and the picket fence thing. I think that it's harder then than it is at my stage, you know? Yeah. I A couple of weeks ago I went to lunch with uh, some of the my ladies that are in my profession, human resources, and I mm-hmm. met this young lady. I'm like, I'm always matchmaking in my head. So she's like right, 25, right. 26. And I'm thinking of my son, Justin, and I'm like, oh, she'd be perfect. But, you know, these, <laughs> it's like he just looks at me and he laughs. He was here this weekend, too. He laughed oh, at nice, me. Oh, nice, nice. And um, he just looked at me like, Mom, I'm doing my thing. I'm not, I'm, that's not what I'm into right now. I don't, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm trying to build my brand. I'm trying to build my life. And the young mm-hmm. lady that I met, she was saying kind of sort of the same things. Like, I'm not interested in this nonsense right now. I'm trying to grow my career. I'm trying to do me. So I think that younger people, they're okay with it. And they're okay with the biological clock ticking. They're just trying to do their thing, whatever it's that a different, thing it's is. It's a different mindset for sure in that millennium group. You know, they're not thinking that nine to five, work there 30 years, retire, and, and be done. They are more about, like you said, like your son said and the lady that you, you know, had lined up just for him. They're interested in their brand, in getting themselves established. And people have, these kids have these entrepreneurship mentalities. They're not looking like I think we used to look. But there's a small group that I've spoken to that, you know, drives them crazy. You know, there's a small group. I think it drives women crazy more than men when they don't find the love that they want when they want. Because women, we grow up with rose-colored glasses for the most part, I think. Yeah, I think that from what I gathered at that luncheon, there were Mm -hmm. um, two women my generation or in that same age, and then there were two younger girls who were millennials between 25 and 30. And the things that they were talking about, and I'm like, I had to refer to the Urban Dictionary. Like, I don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> There's a lot to learn. There's definitely a lot to learn. <laughs> I'm missing something here. So when mm-hmm. they 
one of the girls, I asked her, is she dating? You know, because we're friends, so it, was just, it wasn't just strictly about our profession. It was about right, friendship. Right. So I asked her, was she dating? And she's like, you know, I'm sick of this dating. I just got out of a situation with this fuck boy. And I'm like, who? What? A what, what boy? She said, a fuck boy. And I'm like, okay, I'm okay. I'm missing something because in my mind, I'm relating that terminology to something like, did you find out he was a homosexual? Like, I didn't know what that meant. So she defined it for me. And then I had to even go to the Urban Dictionary. It's a guy who is not sincere about what he wants in a relationship, but he gives you all the... um, he gives you all the feeling that he's into you, he wants to settle down, and when he gets it, he's hitting it and quitting it. I didn't know there was such a term out there for that. I heard the term. I did heard the term, but I didn't know that um, he was giving you anything, any kinds of feelings other than, uh, you know, the physical feeling. I didn't know there was any kind of an emotional feeling that you were getting from this, this, this boy. Well, that's the thing. He gives you that false sense of he wants to be in a relationship, and then when he gets what he wants, he's done. So this is an agreement that they have, right? This is an agreement. Right, because she said she asked all – no, it's not an agreement. She didn't agree to any of it. She said she asked all the questions. She thought she waited a respectable time period before she indulged in any – taking the relationship any further, like, before she indulged in sex. And she felt like, this is a good place. I like him. He likes me. He's not in another relationship. So she went for it. And then once he got what he wanted, he was done. Okay, so I misunderstood. So this is not, I thought when you say, you know, she, you asked her, did she have this, this guy and was it a relationship? And she turned around and called him a fuckboy. I thought that was just, something that she planned, but he turned out to be that. This is not a terminology that you plan for this, or maybe some do. I don't know. It's a terminology that they use for guys who are not serious. She thought he was serious because he was giving her all of the impression that he wanted to be in a relationship. And then the minute that he got what he wanted, you know, he came, he turned into this other guy. He even, you know, explained to her, like, you knew what this was all about. No, I'm asking you all the, the <laughs> questions that I would think are necessary before I get into a relationship with you, and you're answering them based on what I think is appropriate, and you're still a jerk. That's crazy. That is crazy. So I know um, the terminology as it's something that women look for. I'm just going to have a fuck boy so that I don't have to deal with all of the nonsense of getting into the relationship because what they're looking for and getting down to the nitty-gritty is just sex. So this kind of boy is, is perfect for that. I don't have to owe him anything. I don't have to be considerate. I don't have to think about anything. I just have to do my thing. He does his thing, and then we go on our way. So I think there might be two levels of that of, of that definition of a fuckboy. But I'm Maybe. interested. Uh, hmm? I said maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just Listen, thought, we got we, we, we gotta get the urban dictionary, okay? <laughs> and take a look and see what's going on. Exactly. When she used that term, I was like, What? Because I instantly thought of somebody a guy who is bisexual or gay. And I don't yeah. know why I thought that and then somebody told me that 
that terminology did start in the gay community, so maybe that's why I'm thinking of it. Maybe. Maybe that's why, why you're thinking of it. Okay. All right. It's interesting, but I don't know. I just see the dynamics of relationships and everything changing these days, and I kind of don't know, you know, who's doing all the changing. Is it the guys? Is it the girls? Is it a combination of the two? Is it society, all that we have to deal with? But the dynamics are changing. You know, when I look back to when I was in my late 20s, mid-20s, dating is nothing like it is now. It seemed to be a little bit more respectful back then or just maybe people had better game. I don't know. I don't know which one it was, but it's just the dynamics have just changed drastically. I don't know. I think that um, society, there's a lot of society ills out there now. And What do you mean by that? I mean, just the way we think in society, mm-hmm. we're more mean than we've ever been. We're not caring. We're not. We're we're definitely not relationship oriented anymore. It's all about mm-hmm. self. So maybe that's right. the dynamic that, that that we're seeing is the change in the way we think as a society. We're mean. I mean, we got a president that's talking dumbness when there's people in Puerto Rico, Texas, and Florida suffering, it, suffering, and the other Caribbean islands, and he has nothing else better to do than talk about something that is just not important in this nation's dialogue. Well, I, I can't even speak to him because I just everything about him rubs me the opposite wrong way. But getting back to relationships, you know, I think about where did it all turn? What happened? Is it women? Is it men? But things have definitely changed. So this week I brought on um, a young lady that I met a while ago. She is uh, Felicia Martin is her name. She goes by your girl, Flea. She is the chief energy officer of any event, big or small. And her production company um, is fabulous, and she is flawless. Felicia, your girl Flea Martin, is an event host and the CEO of On The Mic, to be exact. She is a mother, know-it-all author, panelist, friend, comedian, and the queen of aha moments. Most notably, she is the creator-owner of Heesdrop, an all-male relationship panel. Her talents don't stop at doing out-of-relationship advice. Your girl Flea also co-hosts the Big Man Kelly Morning Show on the Mary Life radio app. But her passion, her passion is hosting. Felicia Martin, your girl Flea. Hey, Flea, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Your girl Flea in the house. Hey. Hey. What's happening? Nothing much. Hey, how you doing? Who's that? I heard a second That's my girl, Leslie. Hey, Leslie, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, good. Good evening. Good evening. So before you came on, we were talking about, you know, relationships and what's been going on and how things are happening and is there a shift, you know, are women behaving differently or are men behaving differently? And recently I went to one of your events, a he's dropping event, where you had uh-huh. a uh, male panel. Uh-huh. And I heard some stuff there that I haven't heard in a long time, so I just want to get your <laughs> take on on what's going on out there with men and women and being able to connect. What are you here dealing with uh, he's dropping here and all the stuff? Well, um, curiously, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, I appreciate the love. Um, thank you so much, ladies. Um, I'm definitely hearing that we need to talk some more. <laughs> um, one of the things that I, I'm really hearing is that we all kind of know what to do. Um, and there's something blocking us from actually doing it. 
And that's what I'm having a hard time getting people to say out loud, which is why we're having the Black Love Show, because I'm going to hit it uh, this Sunday. We're going to get them to say it this Sunday. But that's what I'm that's what I'm noticing, that everyone is pretty much an expert. Everyone has all the talking points. They have all the, the buzzwords, communication, partnership, trust, longevity, but they don't put it into practice. Or I find them contradicting themselves in one show, in one conversation. So it's what's blocking you from actually taking those answers and putting them into action. That is one of the things I think is really affecting our relationships. We know what to do, but for some reason right, we're not right. doing it. So how many years have you been talking? Go ahead, Leslie. I'm sorry. I attribute that to people not owning their own stuff. Because they're so quick to, when a relationship goes wrong, it's always the other person and what they did wrong and mm-hmm. what they did to them. And, I, you know, I, I, I liking that to a conversation I recently had with my husband. And I, you know, I had to let him know. I said, you know, until you own your own stuff, you're still going to run around here thinking that the world is against you. Everybody hates you. Own your stuff. Stop looking at these relationships and thinking that somebody else needs to improve. Where do you need to improve? Where do you need to step it up and own what you need to do to, to, to be a better person in a relationship? Only so many times I hear men talk about what the woman did wrong or vice versa, mm-hmm. what the man did wrong. What did you do wrong? So you're saying you're like if a guy is yes. saying, well, you know, I can't be with this chick because she doesn't support me. Then you have to say, well, brother, are you supporting her? If you support her more, maybe you'll get the support that you're looking for. That's that's the ownership you're talking about. And, or, and not even in, in in not even so much do you do what you're asking for in return. It's more so are you worthy of what you're asking for? Period. And mm-hmm. it's not a it's not a form of judgment. Like, have you do you have a job? Do you have a bend and all that? It's are you doing the things that make saying yes to you more appealing? Um, and I think, Break it down. Um, like, instead of saying, you know, are you supporting her in return? Are you just being a good man? You know, if you're trying to, let's say you're trying to do a music career and you want her mm-hmm. to support you, meaning you want her to understand late nights and so forth. Well, are you guarding her heart and making sure that those nights in the studio are truly nights in the studio? Are you making sure that those nights that you're not in the studio, you're making quality time for the family and her? Are you worthy right. of what you're asking for? Not so much... Mm-hmm. Right. Um, equal exact reciprocation of I do for you and you do for me. It's just that I'm conducting myself well in this relationship and I deserve to be loved in this manner. Um, that's what I love about He's Drop. We have such high caliber men that they are so confident in the, the amount of love and the amount of leadership that they provide in their relationship that when they mm-hmm. say that they deserve to be loved in a certain way, you don't doubt them. And that is how everyone should conduct themselves in a way to be undeniable of what you ask for. Because we are all asking for a lot. Yeah. But our no yeah. button is not very far away. Right. How long have you been doing Heat Drop? Um, Heat Drop, the first show, aired in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be three years. Okay. And in those three years, um, what did you learn most about men through that experience? Oh, my gosh. Uh, whew, two things. <laughs> um, they're not very different from us as far as what they want when it comes to love, marriage, and commitment. They just say it differently. 
Um, but the want and desire for that thing that, that we talk about, they want it mm-hmm. just as much. So that's definitely a myth that says, you know, men don't want to get married, don't want to have families and so forth. They absolutely want it. Um, I also know that they're kind of antiquated in their thoughts about women. Um, they they kind of still have 1960s beliefs of how we act and how we and why we do things that we do. Um, mm-hmm. Yet they have 2017 expectations, which kind of confuse them. You know, they kind of want us to be very worldly and and very free, uh, mainly when it comes to sex but then want us to be very conservative and reserved in other things and don't really understand how that's a conflict for, for some of us. Right, um, right. They, they also don't understand how we can be all that we are. They are so confused about black girl magic. Jesus Lord. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they really, they really think we waving a wand over them and just, and just, they think every women's empowerment conference is really some kind of cult gathering where we just get more just- power and Let's just back them. it up for a minute, because I don't think he explained exactly what he's drop is all about. Can you just elaborate okay. a little bit and let us tell my audience sure. what that's all about? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So he's drop is an all-male relationship panel where men speak on all things women and all things relationships. And basically it stems from um, myself sitting on the panel where there was a gentleman and I and women pretty much coming to the show and asking the same question over and over. Even when I would mm-hmm. see them on the street or hear them on social media, they would still ask me. So I said to myself one time, what do I need to do? Get five or six men to tell you what I've been telling you in order for you to believe to be true. And that's where the concept came from. So it's basically hearing from the horse's mouth what men think about relationships and what their views are on women today. You know, just to back up what you were saying, Fee, just to back up a little bit, when you say Uh men don't understand this black girl magic, the world (laughs) doesn't understand this black girl magic. They're not ready. They're not, ready. They're not ready. It's the it just, They woke up one day and we were like, yeah, that's us. <laughs> and they were like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. There's no manual. Um, there was no introduction. There was no like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, YouTube video. There's no how to on black girl, <laughs> with black girl magic. <laughs> but what I want men to understand is, which the Heath Drop panel, you know, encourages this discussion. is just because we're magical doesn't mean we're, we're less to be loved. We're more to be right. loved. Um, there's more of a place for you with us, not less of a place. All this wonder that black women are creating does not exclude the love of a man. Absolutely it does not. It provides a more sturdy and wonderful place to include a love of a man. And they just have to be open to what's going on today. And some of them are not closed off, but more so just afraid, Um, just not sure where they fit in. They've been raised to be providers and be this and be that. And then they meet these super women who are doing awesome out-of-the-box things. And they're like, uh, okay, where do I fit in? And um, they have to understand where they fit in emotionally with us. Because those same women, whether we're doing magical things, wonderful things, regular things, doesn't matter. We still all have an emotional place that needs to be met. And that's what guys exactly. have to understand. You still have to meet us emotionally. And in that place, we're just regular girls. You know, we're right. magical in so many other places, but we all just want to be loved. That's true. Right. So let me ask you this. You know, Leslie and I were talking about this before you came on. I kind of think the game has changed. You know, the difference is a difference between how people courted or dated, you know, 10, 15 years ago than what's going on today. Who do you think changed the game? You think it's men or you think it's women or a combination of the two? I think we followed society. 
um, it's just society sets the tone, um, whether it's commercials, TV, um, whether we like to say it or not, we, we follow what we see. We follow fashion. We follow um, trends. I think men and women just fell into what we see. I think we always wanted to be free. I think women always wanted to be a little freer with their sexuality, with their choices, with their love. And they couldn't because society had not shown them it was okay yet. And once society showed us that we could feel more and do more, we began to. So I don't really think Mm -hmm. men or women did it. I think society showed us it was okay to be whatever we wanted to be. And men and women made their choices. And now we are who we are. But what about the idea that today's society changed so drastically? We're so mean now. We're mean to one another. We're selfish. Well, we've always been mean. We just didn't know because we didn't have social media. We've always been mean. We've always been evil. We've always been violent. Um, (laughs) Now, when you say we, you're not talking about women. You're talking about we as a people, men and women. We as a people. Yeah, we as a people. I feel like what's going on now in relationships or what have you, whatever's going on now, it's always been going on in some in some way, shape, or fashion. Um, the only thing that may change is the medium in which it's going on. For instance, we used to catch our men cheating on the cell phone, or maybe they called the house and hung up. Okay, now we're catching them via messenger and Instagram. But the, the basis of what's going on is still going on. You see what I mean? Um, it's right. just the mediums of what these of what's happening are changing. But the, the fundamentals of what's happening is still happening. Hurt. Cheating, disbelief, trust, betrayal, those are just regular things that are timeless that will continue to happen no matter in what medium we deliver them. And those are the things that we need to talk about and we need to address. And it wouldn't matter in which way you're betrayed if you're not betrayed at all. It doesn't matter which way he cheats if he doesn't cheat at all. So the the way and the society and the things and the trends, those don't affect if you just do all the things that people say they should do, they should communicate, they should be partners and so forth. Move beyond mm-hmm. those answers to action and solve your own problems. Black love is right there. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that and how things have changed because I remember years ago when my husband and I were struggling and um, see just a little history on me. I've been married for 30 years and we've, you know, we've been doing this thing and we're just going to keep riding it until the wheels fall off. And I'm completely honest about. <laughs> I'm completely honest that you know we struggled, we we experienced things, we went through stuff, and I'll never forget one time my husband was going through whatever he was going through, and his father clearly said to him that whatever he was doing, he was wrong because he was never supposed to let it come home, and mm-hmm. that's how they did it back then. Like you said, like cheating mm-hmm. always existed. But the mm-hmm. difference was that you didn't have women emboldened enough to come to that home and open up her, her mouth and say anything. Or like you said, you didn't have the social media. So now it's getting to the point where it, cheating always happened, but now right. it's like deal with it because now you got your evidence. You don't have to go look for it. You don't have to, you, don't have to, you know, hire a private right. detective. They're emailing it, it to you. they're reaching out they're contacting you so like you said the medium has changed but the concept of what was going on and 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 i still go back on that monogamy thing like is that real is that real for some some it's real for people who choose it is real for others it doesn't exist 
I think monogamy is something that you have to choose. You have to say, this is what I want, and I'm going to work at making it be. Because it's so easy in this day and age. You have to choose monogamy. It's just that simple. You have to choose it. You have to choose it. It it, it is a mental choice. You have to wake up every day and say, I'm going to be faithful. Right. You have to wake up every day and say it. You know, now a, a few a few episodes ago, I didn't think that, but you know, as I talk to people more and more and more, it's a choice. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. And with that, I want to go on to this whole talk about side piece. You know, do do you feel oh, like, geez. you know, the side piece is 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 a man's right, and that women are accepting this this, uh, this thing? And, and 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 here it is. Okay, I got my man. He takes care. He pays the bills. But I also know he's got a side piece over there that he does a little something for. But as long as, you know, we don't talk about it, it's all good. Seems like that's well, going down. I, I, you know, I respect anyone who has come to terms with anything. So if a woman truly believes and truly does not care about the physical act of her man sharing her, his body with someone else, and that's what she truly believes, then she is truly happy. One of the things that I advocate is whether you're single, married, together, not together, what have you, if you're unhappy, it doesn't matter your situation. So if that person is truly happy, then I don't dog it. I don't knock it. Um, Now, for those women who believe they can't stop it and they would like it to stop, but they can't, so they just let it go, that's still a struggle within that person, and I wouldn't agree with that. It's not so much the act of the individual, it's the feeling the person has behind the decision they've made. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why are yeah, you allowing yeah. this to happen? If you're just good with it, you're just good with it. And I've known women like that. They are truly good with it. Um, but there are women who are just feel like they can't stop him. So they have to accept it so they can live with it. Now, that's what I have a problem with because no one should accept something that's not right to them. No matter what it is. Right. If it doesn't feel right, it doesn't it's not right. We teach our children that. If that, it doesn't yeah. feel good, it's not good. We teach our children that. And women are mm-hmm. taught that suffering is some kind of badge of honor. We are taught yeah, you that have to the, be longer, the longer we suffer behind a man, the longer we suffer behind our children, the longer we suffer behind our family, that there is some huge coach purse in heaven waiting for us, you know, <laughs> and, 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 you know, suffering. It's not a badge of honor. We choose suicide while we're alive. And it's amazing what women will do to themselves thinking it is for love when it's truly the, a lack of love for themselves. Right. So that right. whole, can my man sleep with other people? If you're good with it, you're good with it. At one point, I had a relationship like that, and I was absolutely good with it. I was absolutely good with it. The physicality of it, go for it. I was good with so it. So let me ask you this. I'll you have... say at one point you had a relationship and you were good with it. Can you really yeah. love? truly love and be in love with someone and be okay with that? Were you truly okay with it because he wasn't really the one he was just passing the time by, or you were just good with it? No, I was really just good with it. Um, And and I I often mention, I don't think I've ever said this to anyone. This was, you know, my early 20s, but I often mention timing. Um, There are men who are cheating on their girlfriends in 2006, and in 2008 they have a new fiancé and they're married. It's where they are in their time. And just luckily, me and that young man were in the same place mentally at the same time, and we chose to have that type of relationship. And it was a wonderful experience. And that's all. And I was truly good with it. And I didn't love him any less. And it it did not affect the love and emotion that we had toward each other. I can truly say that. Okay. Okay. 
I don't know. Me, I can't deal with side piece. I can't. That's not. I'm just not big on sharing. I don't even like sharing my my snacks. Okay. <laughs> and like that's sharing good. Nothing. So mm-hmm. a woman like you, if you were to get into a relationship in which you were sharing, I would question you, because that's not who you are. So why are you being someone you're not, just to have someone else? You see what I'm right. saying? So that that would be a first. concern. Yeah. Do you first. think? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. As the married do you woman. think? Do you think that um, more women are okay with it, or more women are like, Mm-mm, I can't deal with this side piece business? No, this um, is this is my take on it. As a married woman, and you talk about uh, side pieces. I'm not talking about relationships. Like you're just in a dating relationship. As a married woman, I'm not going anywhere. So the side pace has a lot to think about when you get into a relationship with my husband. And mm. am I happy about it? Never. Am I accepting of it? Not at all. But I'm not going anywhere because I was here first. I staked my claim. So wait, wait, wait. So what does that mean? So can he have a side piece or no? You're not accepting no. of it, but you're not going no. anywhere. No, 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 no. No, he cannot. He cannot. I'm not that woman. I'm not that girl. But the reality but if he, is, you find out that it it's going to be a problem, but you're not going anywhere. Reality is, is that it happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. And while I was in it, I was never in a situation where somebody was constantly confronting me and 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 letting me know that they're in this relationship with my husband. I he never even admit that he had a side piece to me. It was a feeling mm-hmm. that I had. And during that time frame in our life, I was never happy with it. We did separate for a little while. It was his choice to come back. But I felt like I did my part. I'm not going to leave at the immediate notice of something going on. Right. And I was going to try to stick it, in, stick it out and work through it and, and, and go through it. A lot of it had to do with timing and maturity for my husband. He was mm-hmm. on the show one time, and he alluded to that. It's a timing yes. and maturity thing. So while yes, you're I just in mentioned it, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, while you're in it as a wife and you've done your part and you've made those vows, to me it was never it, it was never okay. I was never accepting. I'm not into man sharing or anything of the anything that resembles that. But I'm not okay. gonna cut and run either. I'm not cutting and okay. running until I'm ready. I was never ready. Okay. I never left. All righty then. I don't know, man. Later. I'm cutting. I'm cut right. Thirty years later, maybe that's what it takes. Maybe that's why I'm still single. Cause I don't know. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> so let me <laughs> let me ask you, what do you think about this? Do you think with um, men, do you think it's really all about sex? Is it all you know that relationship that they're looking for that you said earlier that men and women pretty much want the same thing? Is it more about sex consistently for guys, or, or what? How does the sex play into these relationships that don't happen or that aren't working? So a couple of things. We just had the sex show, and I think that's the show Tracy went to. Yes, I did. Um, so what I've learned from the He Shop show, as far as men and sex, um, I don't think we understand the emotion they process when we say no, when we're in a relationship with them. Not just the girl they met in the club, not that girl, but their girlfriends or their wives. When we either use sex as a, as a weapon or turn them down, I don't think we understand how they truly feel rejected. 
and how that hurts them. And they don't know how to articulate that. It took several shows of repetition and, and puzzle piecing together <laughs> to kind of get that out of the guys. But I don't think as women, we understand when we, how it truly affects them when we say no. Um, another thing that I learned from them is the whole should you have sex now, later, how long you should wait, blah, blah, blah. It is truly on a case-by-case basis. Um, and so I will don't say have that sex on nine, the day is not, not a big deal. Don't have sex on the first day. Not a big deal. And I will say that 95% of men will not judge you so much on if you had sex on the first day, but how you carried yourself throughout the entire day. Um, it's, it's not so much – guys are kind of sometimes flattered. Um, they think, oh, this date went so well, I'm so great, she's really feeling me, and this is why this happened. They don't necessarily feel you're easy. So it's, it's really about the confidence the girl has and really how the, the whole entire interaction goes. So that whole should I, I should make them wait, 90-day rule, that's really a lot of extra mental that girls take themselves through. Guys rarely judge you on that alone. They don't judge you on that alone. There's always something else that you did or you said that went along with that decision that may have turned them off, but not that decision mm-hmm. alone. Hmm. Makes me rethink several dates that I've had. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 but you, you know what? The sad thing is when it does end up horrible and you can no longer be in this relationship, they throw it in your face. You was good with it on day one, but now that we're not in this together no more, you're throwing it in my face trying to make me feel like I did something wrong. Men are mean. So you, you said it right there, trying to make you feel like you did something wrong, but you didn't. Right. That's it. Right. They're just, they're just trying to hurt your feelings because their feelings are hurt. And we have to be mature enough to understand that where they're coming from. Um, as you go through life, one of the things I always say is don't waste your mistakes. What have you been making them for? We have to understand that people, humans, hurt, and they process emotions differently. Some of them flash your tires. Some of them call you a whore before they leave. Some of them break a window. Some of them, uh, you know, never talk to you again. People process their emotions differently. But just like you're saying, we have to be mature enough to know that he's just saying that to be mean. Men can be very mean. My ex told me a new one on his way out the door, and and I literally said to him, you're being really mean right now. But I understand. <laughs> I'd be mean too if I was losing me. Okay. <laughs> I'd be just as hot. I'd be just <laughs> as hot. I, I totally understand. <laughs> you know. There you go. I had to feel that man. Fee was leaving. So you know, recently, uh, Fee, I saw on your news feed on Facebook that you were declaring September as Take Your Man on a Date Month. Well, Google man, told me it was. <laughs> Listen. Google. Listen, Google is on because it seems to work. Now, how did that come about? You know, how do these dates oh my, go? Do you have any feedback that you can tell us about? Oh, my God. Well, I don't know if you've been on my page lately, but um, one date happened yesterday. So we have some okay. pictures on my page. Wait, wait. Before um, you go on, explain to my girl Leslie what went down, how you did it and all okay. of that, and so that the audience will know what we're talking about. So September is take a man on a date month, meaning a woman asks and facilitate and take and pay and do the whole date thing with a gentleman. Um mm-hmm. So, you know, with the whole black love theme for this month's show, I was like, let's let's initiate. Let's let's do a challenge. Ladies, let's see if we can do something different. 
you know, because we all want love. So let's do different things to get this result, right? Let's let's shake it up a little bit and let's have some fun. So I put it out as a promo for Heaves Drop that I would do it, you know, to nominate some gentlemen, you know, all the folks that follow me, nominate some guys that you think deserve a really great date and your girl Fee will take them out and show them a great time. So that mm-hmm. caught on and ladies just basically jumped on and were like, I'd like to do it too. So I was like, cool. And I just kept asking for more and more nominations. So, um, so far we've had three guys nominated. Um, one date happened yesterday. Another date is happening Monday. Uh, my date is happening Thursday and we're running another one today. Um, we're probably going to give, not give away, but two more ladies are going to take two more guys out before nice. October 1st. Nice. So it's really all about having fun. The date yesterday was amazing. She planned like a seven hour date. Um, they nice. went to the museum. They went ice skating, and then they went to the melting pot for dinner. He had a Oh, that was all in one day? I thought that was three all different days. Day. I'm going to pause for one second because I do have two hosts. First one is Leslie, who you met, and the other one okay. is Terry Fallet. She's in D.C. She just joined the line. I guess she was running a little behind schedule. What's up, Terry? See, how are you? I'm hey, good. How I'm you good. doing, Terry? Hi, Leslie. And that is uh, Hi, Terry. How is everybody right, so, doing tonight? Everybody's doing good. Tonight we are talking about men and relationships as we normally do. So uh, your girl Fee is on right now, and she's telling us about this Take a Man Out this month of September. And um, continue, Fee. You had one girl. She did. Now, I thought those three dates were three different dates. That was all in one day that this lady did? No. She went coupon crazy. And <laughs> they went to uh they went to a museum, they went to ice skating in Miami, and then they went to dinner. And he had awesome feedback. He was like, that was that was a really good time. She's a really cool girl. Um, even if nothing, you know, goes romantically, he definitely thinks they can be friends. Um, they had a genuinely good time. Like, those smiles on their faces in their pictures were genuine. They well, they, really they enjoyed looked themselves. like there was a connection made they in, that, did. in those pictures. And that's what I mean. I mean, like... We don't always have to make a romantic connection. I mean, what's the what's the big mantra about relationships? You should be friends first, right? You should marry your best friend. Exactly. So right, why don't right. you date to relate and not so much be in a relationship? Date to just get to know people, hang out. And if you vibe, just keep vibing until you get together, if that's where you're right. supposed to go. So I like mm-hmm. the fact that they were able to just have fun and connect in that way. And that's what the so challenge have- did. The challenge took away that, 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 um, that, that fear of the first date because it was a challenge. You just you jumped more in. It took planned? away that fear. Yes. So this one on Thursday, that's mm-hmm. the one I'm doing. Um, and we're probably going to give away two more dates by tomorrow. Wow. You have your agenda for Thursday? Girl, um, I see why guys uh, tripping about dates. My God. First of all, I was I was trying to check my account. <laughs> Girl, see if, my, see if see if FEMA can help me take a brother out. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yes, we're in Florida. You know we were hit by Irma. We got to check I'm just FEMA. saying. I mean, I can really show that brother a good time. Depends on all if he wait for that direct deposit. <laughs> but um, so I, yeah. Well, we're going out on a weeknight, so we don't have a lot of time. We probably have like a three or four hour window. Um, so I'm thinking of doing a wine tasting, a customized wine tasting, where we're going to taste eight different wines from around the world um, provided by Cooper's Hawk. 
and then Ooh. we're going to just oh, do dinner. Nice. At Cooper's Hawk, dinner at the new one here in Coral Springs or at the Palmer Promenade? Well, there's one in Doral, the new Doral City okay. Place. Okay. And there's a okay. cool place to have dinner afterwards. So I was thinking mm-hmm. that maybe we could do that really quick since it's going to be a weeknight. We don't have the benefit of doing it on the weekend. Now, do the girls pick the guys? Do they go through your news feed and look at what they look like? So or how does it work? What they do is what they go through the nominations, and they'll click on the guys, you know, the girls are nominated, what have you, and they'll come to me, you know, usually via inbox, and they'll say, hey, see, what do you know about this guy? Or I'm thinking of either one of these three guys. Can you tell me more about these three guys? And I just give them my honest opinion of what I think the connection will be. For instance, the two from yesterday, uh, when she was asking me about the gentleman she went out with, I told her, I said, well, I happen to know him, and this is what I can say. I know you'll have a good time because he's just that kind of guy. He's going to make the best out of any situation, so you're definitely not going to have a a bad vibe. And if you're looking Mm -hmm. for somebody to connect with long, he's that type of dude. Whether it's going to be friend or girlfriend, he's that kind of guy where I think he's the the guy you'll have the best connection with. And it turned out... Exactly what I said. So that's where I come in. I just kind of give them advice on which one I think they'd have the best connection with or um, they wouldn't waste their time with, but they make the final choice of who they want to take out since it's their money. Okay. All right. I should have done something. Tracy, you should do it. (laughs) I should do it, you think? I think it's too late. Yeah. There's always next year, September. But I think you're going to have a men's challenge, right? Have men take a chick out? Definitely. The women don't know it yet. The ones that have been giving me heck, encouraging us to spend our money, as they tell me. Um, in October, mm-hmm. I am going to try to encourage the men to return the favor. Um, so, you know, heave shop will be over, so I'll have time to concentrate on that. And I'll definitely be oh, trying to get, like. You're done for good on heave shopping? Yeah. This is a series finale. Wow. Um, and actually, he's just been going four years because um, we included 2014. That was our first season. And 2017 mm-hmm. would be our last. So we've had four seasons, um, about 30-some-plus shows. Nice. Nice. So, I, I didn't so, ask you in the beginning, Fee, and I should have. Are you single? Are you dating? What is your status when you talk about all this love and black love? I am relating like a mug. Um, which, which is, I am just, I, I will tell you, I am enjoying our brothers. I am having like lots of conversations with lots of different guys. I am dating lots of different guys. I am really just at the buffet sampling like a mug, just really enjoying okay. men because at some point I'm going to settle down. I'm going to pick one. So right, right. in the meantime, you know, I'm really having a good time. In the past 18 years, ladies, I've been in a relationship for 16 of them. Wow. So it's been, yeah, the last time I was truly, truly single, I was 23 years old. I'm now 42. So I'm kind of having a little bit of fun. Um, and I'm just, I'm loving the men I'm meeting. Um, they're so mature. They're different. The conversations are awesome. The experiences are awesome. I wouldn't trade them for the world. Um, so before I pick one, you know, I'm making sure I shop white, you know, shop smart. Right. Can you give how any you, tips? Yeah. Huh? How are you meeting guys? How are you meeting guys? Um, well, I've been a lot of guys through my show. Um, a lot of guys come to my shows. Uh, I meet them there. I meet a lot of guys through social media. Um, and a lot of guys 
also from my past. You know, the guys that you knew when you were 17, but now they're 44. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, I don't want to say recycled, but men I've already had some kind of connection with. We went to college together. We worked together in our 20s. Um, maybe we went to Not together. Not necessarily dated, away. but had a relationship. No, that kind of thing. But we have some kind of past connection. Um, a friend okay. of mine's cousin I haven't seen since the wedding, that kind of thing. Okay. Nice. So no online dating? You're not doing black people meets, uh, plenty of fish, and what's the other um, one? I did that once. I did that, and that's where I met my last boyfriend of eight years. I did black people meet. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm not doing too bad through Facebook, <laughs> so I don't need to. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm. I'm a lot of guys I meet, like I already know, they connect to right. me through social media. They'll reconnect with me. So, uh, yeah, right now I, I've got a I've got a nice little little lot going. No, uh, right no black people meet. <laughs> so what all have right. you learned? You know, what have you learned through all of your dating the last couple of months? What's the biggest misconception, if you will? Um, I've learned that men are afraid. Uh, of what they talk, they uh, of 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 taking that step, of moving the conversation beyond getting to know you to being with you. Um, they really want to know everything. They want to know everything is okay before they take that step, and that makes some women uncomfortable. Me for one, um, I don't like being completely vulnerable before I find out how you feel about me. And I find that a lot of guys that date me want to know that because they find my personality and what I do very intimidating. So they're kind of afraid to let me know how much they like me until they know I like them. (laughs) So it sounds like silly, right? It sounds so juvenile. I like you, but I can't tell you I like you because I don't know if you like me. It's really, it's basically, do you like me? Check the box. In 2017, right. grown folk form. You know, um, that elementary, like, do you like yeah. Me? But remember what I said earlier that guys are not very different than women as far as what they love, what they want, and what they seek in relationships. They are just mm-hmm. as afraid. They are navigating the same dating waters we are. The same crazy guys we meet. Listen, they meet some crazy girls that really flip them out. <laughs> you know, I do some matchmaking <laughs> and I have to talk to women. And I'm like, girl, I see why you're single. You know, so they have their own experiences, true to form, um, mm-hmm. that lead them to believe certain things. And they just need sometimes that right woman to show them, no, baby, everybody's not that way, just like we do. Right, right. I think for me, if I was dating, what would be so important to me before I would commit to anything is I need to know that you adore me. Oh, God, yes. If you don't yeah. know that you adore me, like almost like like how you would be so infatuated with the prettiest girl in school type thing, if you don't yes. show me that, there's no connection for me. You got to show me that you adore me. Like you just <laughs> like like a like like you're at a, like a puppy dog at the door waiting for me to come home. Yeah, yeah. Dragging your tail. I, I, <laughs> I definitely need that. I think I think a lot of alpha females, you know, a lot of females with big personalities, we need our mate to be our biggest fan. Um, and it's just because we, we, we're going to look to them for that support. We're going to look to them for that validation. I'm going to look to you for that affirmation. So I need to know, you know where you it gets love confusing, to have me. 
is because the alpha women, we have the magic, and they think that you don't need all of that. That black girl magic yes. is all ever present, and they think Absolutely. you don't need all of that extra stuff. But that's well, they're they're stuff. getting it now through through conversation. I think they're getting it that at the end of the day, we still have those same raw emotional needs. I may not need you to buy me a house, but I still need a hug. You know, right. just Correct. because I don't need you to pay my light bill doesn't mean I don't need you to pat me on the back. Right. You know? Correct. I think they're getting it, though. They're they, they just trying to figure out where they fit in. But the good mm. thing is they still want to. They're just trying to figure it out. And God bless them, they flow. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God bless them. They are slow. They're slow. It's okay. The the babies. God bless them. All right. So your next show is when? Let's hear what you're doing and what is it all about, baby. So the next show is Sunday, October 1st. um, And we have saved the best for last. Black love. Where do we go from here? Taking uh, taking it from answers to action. We're going to have a frank conversation of what we can do to truly Move yourself one step closer to love if that is what you want. We're going to stop talking about it. We've been talking about it for four years. I'm asking everybody to bring pen and paper or break your phones out and leave with a to-do list. Leave with an action plan. Name one or two things you're going to do differently. Um, Every relationship, I don't know if you ladies, I'm sure we all do it. I do it consciously. I take one or two things consciously from each relationship and improve upon it for the next. Whether they're they're intangible things like, you know, be nicer or real tangible things like don't yell before 10 a.m., that's a real thing. Um, We just have to make sure, I I took that from another relationship. Like, we need to take action into change. You know, I said to myself, you yelled at that man like your mother yelled at your father. And that is something that you said you never wanted to do. In that relationship, you failed at that. In your next relationship, what can you do, do, actually do, to make sure you don't do that anymore, Felicia? It wasn't so much, Felicia, you got to stop yelling. It's not a conversation. It wasn't talking. It was, listen, what are you going to do with the next man? Because you can't be losing brothers because you yell. That's ridiculous. So What did he do to get break. yelled at? Oh, he was teaching challenge. He was cheating. He was he was he was going to the studio and not going. To, I mean, he was he deserved okay. it. <clears throat> but I learned from eavesdrop, excuse me, that there were ways to communicate with him that I probably could have got a better result than all that yelling and screaming. Right. But too little, too late, right. right? You know when you're yelling and screaming, people don't really hear you. They see you and think you're crazy when you're doing all that. Yeah, screaming, and and that's something you don't you don't learn. You know, I was young, and you know, you just you you learn that over time. But that's what we're going to mm-hmm. do with this next show. It's taking it from. Stop talking about it, and what are you going to do now to get this thing you say you want? What's your action plan? What Hmm? do you plan to do after he's dropped? It seems like you have a a nice following, and there's still that discussion that needs to go on. So what do you plan to do? Well, he's dropped is going to – we're taking it out of town. So it's not stopping. It's just stopping the monthly show in Miami that used to go every third Sunday. So we're trying okay. to do He's Shop Atlanta. And me personally, I'm going to go into matchmaking and throwing relationship events, okay. putting people in place to do the action. Now, here's the guys, here's the girls, here's the ambiance, here's the atmosphere, here's the agenda. Go. Do it. Relate. 
<laughs> so like I've done I've done some events. Like we, I did an event called the Ultimate Relating Event, where oh, wow. people got to know each other without the pressure of a date atmosphere. It was awesome. We played games. Remember when you had the forms we, and you had to walk around and ask questions about where people do? Yes. Did you go? Yeah, Tracy I, was that good. I did. I went to that event. What? I went with my girl. You know who I met at that event? I met um, the curator, uh, Randolph, the curator. We had him on the show a couple of times, too. See? Randolph, now, here you go. Yeah. You didn't make a love connection, but you made some kind of business connection. You met a brother he doing is. great things that you didn't know before. Exactly. And he's a great guy. See what he's I mean? crazy. He's a little nuts. But he's, it's See what I mean? Kind of, you know, yeah. And, and that's what it's about, See, I really believe that. That is exactly what it's about. Now maybe you have a girlfriend that's single that Randolph can date because he needs a he needs a woman he needs he needs some leadership in his all life. All the pies and chicken and everything. He needs he leadership in his life. Yes, yes, the brother <laughs> needs leadership. <laughs> but and that's not the thing. Back so that's on the show this too. He's he's good for the show. Women like to hear him. That's talk. what I'm. So that's what I'm going to be concentrating on. Um, love connections, actual relationship events, game shows. I'm concentrating more on fun. Um, one of my hashtags is love, fun, and energy, and I've given about four years to love. Now we're taking it to love and fun. I like that, love, fun, and energy. I like that. Cause yeah, love is it's fun. work. It's work. It takes a lot of energy to be in love. You can't it does. plan that it does. fabulous first date and then forget about it. There's a lot of energy in it. But it can be so much fun. Well, ladies, this was wonderful. This was wonderful. See, you are welcome back anytime you want to promote, you got stuff going on, and you want to come in and drop some words, you know, you can definitely come back. This is Well, thank you so much, ladies. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. This show will air October 1st, so um, I'll let you know when it's on. And this okay. is Tracy J. your host of Love Talk, Love Talk for Everyday People, a place where men and women come together and talk about the things that we don't talk about and we should. Love talk for everyday people. Happy Sunday at 7 p.m. Thank you.